0: What's up, Bears fans? Welcome back from the bye week. This is the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings. Use that code CHGO. Download the app. When you sign up, use that code, and you'll be ready to go with DraftKings. What's going on? Adam Hog, Mark Carmen, Corey Wooten's with us remor- remotely today for the whole show. I don't know if we're rested from the bye week, but we're back from the bye week. Uh, bonjour, monsieur. Huh? Yes.
1: I feel very rested, but maybe you know those of us who travel the world and just do things that uh, is just super impressive, perhaps you're not. But I'm, I know me and Woot are rested. Right, Woot? We're ready today, we're, baby. We're ready to
2: go. It's Silver Fox over there, Mark Carmen, And I'm not talking about George Clooney. I know you don't have a tequila deal, but you should have one, man. Let me tell you <laughs>
1: something. I, I got spiffed up yesterday because I didn't know what to do with myself. We didn't have a show. I was out at your alma mater, Woot, watching Northwestern basketball. Doing a little, uh, how about those cats? And then I I was like, you know, I'm going to get myself fresh for Monday so I can be really ready for the final four games here. Damn it, let's go.
0: That should last you the last four games.
1: I think this is good for the last four. You're
0: you're good to go. When this thing gets
1: long, I start looking old. I I like a nice, fresh, close, let's get in that youthful flavor. Yeah, let's go. High and tight. Let's go. I, by the way, I'm wearing my Bulls uh, CHGO shirt uh, because what an effort last night, and I don't know who the hell A.J. Griffin is, but th- that was a ridiculous moment in time for those of us Bears slash Bulls fans. That sucked.
0: Isn't he Adrian Griffin's son? Yes. Yeah. Former
3: Bull, Adrian Griffin.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that, to Well. be honest at all that was stressful i honestly I I, that was
3: he, awful he is a the third youngest nba player and a rookie and has two game-winning shots in his career now steph curry has one just so you're all clutch bad.
2: mr clutch over there yeah. that's crazy i didn't mm-hmm. know
0: steph only had one Corey, how was your bye?
2: Man, it was good, man. Got got some golfing in, you know, went to the simulator a little bit, worked out, did a couple bicep curls, you know, the, the usual. <laughs> I, I I was going
0: to say, you look like you were just, like, you just walked off the simulator, now you're ready to go.
2: No, I, I walk from the gym, you know, because yeah. I got to get these gains in. You know, I can't have Carmen show me up, you know, with those ankles. So I was doing strictly calves today. You know, I had, to, I had to keep the ankle-calf region on hey, the right.
1: If we're going down that road, we we'll would just know – Three yogas last week for me. Not one, not two, three. Flexibility is coming up. Uh, tennis no, match no yesterday, 6-3, six, 6-0. Six, oh, sit the hell down, whatever your name is. I don't know who he was, but he did not belong on the court with someone of my talent. No, Saturday. Dude, I Sampras get, over here. Let's yeah, go. Was, no, not quite. Saturday I lost 1-1 one one to some guy who just looked at me and didn't say a word and just walked <laughs> off the court and said bye that was really i mean basically he just walked out there in in tennis and with uh, we, went tom brady on you yeah we got to get back to the show here tom brady's he, done by the way that that's that team is washed over. Wow, they, that, that's a bull. That, that well that I team's mean, terrible that's a, I mean, they're, they, they're,
3: that was america's game of the week and they turned it off in the third friggin quarter that's how bad that game that was, was that
0: was insane yeesh yeah
1: the Lions are the best team in football, by the way. We're going to talk about We're going to talk about
0: it well, before we get there. We got, we got takeaways from the bye week. We're going to talk about all those things. Um, okay. But I do want to share a couple things from my uh, my quick trip abroad. Oh, great. To, to, to I, Paris. I and some I,
1: are sports related. I didn't know we were doing this at the start. This is lovely. Okay. Well, we're
0: coming off the bye. Hogan, yeah. Hogan the, Paris. Here we go. The, the Bears didn't do anything over the weekend, which was kind of nice. You know? Wasn't there
1: one piece of news? Oh, no, that was uh, – yeah, we, we learned this morning that uh, – This morning
0: uh, we found out Jaquan Brisker and uh, Kyler Gordon will be back this week. Yeah. Matty Rufloos said there that on go. his weekly uh, BBM appearance this, this morning, which was, uh, was nice of him to share. So you got that to look forward to. Okay. Um, My bad, Rob. The, Sell the, down uh, Dunbar. This is why I love sports, though. Okay, because like the one thing you I'll realize hear- when you travel abroad, and you were just in Dublin for the Northwestern I was game uh, a couple months ago. One cat win. You you do gain kind of a an amazing appreciation for how like different cultures really are, and I know that sounds like an obvious statement, but like until you're like there and you experience it, like e- even just like little things like how they make a ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah. And how much better it is, by the way? Wait, jambon de Huh?
2: Yes. Sure. On a casson. On a casson. It's so much better. Yeah. Like.
1: Papas bravas is a big thing in Spain. You get the toothpick with the potatoes and a little orange sauce on it. And yeah. You stick the toothpick in there. I mean, that was 2005. I assume they're still doing that. I haven't been overseas in quite a, in, in a minute, but it was amazing in, in 2005 when I had my first midlife crisis.
0: Again, I feel like I need to remind you, you <laughs> were overseas two months ago.
1: Oh, yeah, right. That counts. <laughs> but that was different. I, this was more, I, that was a work trip. That was when sure, I was, but you I don't know. know.
0: Anyway, where I'm going with this, yeah. though, is then you have like an event like the World Cup, and no matter like how different all these cultures are, like this one sport that the rules are all the same, and the players are all, like, I mean, obviously they're not all at the same level because some teams are better than others, but, like, you still have, like, a team like Morocco that upset Portugal the other night. First African team to make the semifinal in the World Cup. Right. In history. And then you see, I had no idea, but there's an enormous Moroccan population in Paris. All and, right. And the celebration on Shamsi- elysees when we got back there, <laughs> where was, Champs-Elysees. Oh, the Champs-Elysees. <laughs> yeah, I said it the American way. I think. Um, I didn't know Lawrence said this. Light- tale. Did you see my tweet? They're lighting fireworks off. The riot police were out there. We got off the metro, and there's a line of riot police between us and our hotel that was 50 yards away. It was a little intimidating. Not gonna lie. Um, how do we get to the hotel? What did you do? Did you just you
1: should have jumped in and just acted like you were Moroccan and had some fun?
0: Well, we kind of blended in with the crowd and yeah, eventually just wandered through there. Oh, but my. uh you could tell even the hotel staff when we got back in the hotel was like a little on edge. <laughs> it was it was a little weird, but also cool. Cause it was just like this massive sports celebration. And it's just like, I don't know, sports are awesome. That's all that's the main takeaway from that. Is it's just like no matter where you are, to have that type of Fandom and celebration and whatever it is, whether but it was, it, it kind of reminded me of those nights when the Blackhawks were on their cup run or the Cubs were in the World Series and like you'd be on the red line and like people were just going nuts and then you get, you know, it, and you get off at the right station and there's like a party going on on the right street.
1: You just made me. First of all, Hoag went to Paris to figure out that sports are amazing. For the, like, they needed the exclamation point. That's well,
0: we live in Chicago. I don't know if you noticed, all our teams are bad. Yeah, it's a tough time right now. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: but it's crazy how big soccer is right over there. Yeah. Like in our country, soccer is like last on the totem pole. You know what I mean? It, I I, th- I think football's football's number one. Basketball's number two. Baseball's three. Soccer's four. You know, I think that's how it goes. Baseball used to be America's pastime. I feel like it's third, you know? I think I think football is king. Football is king in our country.
0: Oh, yeah, here without a doubt.
1: Yeah, by by that 8 was. million miles. But, by the way, to your point about how all our teams stink, listen, CHGO, we, we didn't want to start when everybody was winning dynasties. We didn't want to start when we had title <laughs> contenders. We wanted to start at the bottom and get the true and utter diehards. By the way, become a diehard all and and as we build this thing to championship level which is happening at any moment now let's go bear yep. down slash everyone else
0: all right final last thing though and then i promise yeah. we're gonna jump in the nfl of the bears i Corey will appreciate this as somebody who i know takes a train places um high speed rail is incredible I don't Again, think, it's I'm not ex- a bold take here, I understand it, but it's like we went to a town on the france germany border and got there in an hour and forty minutes. It was five hours a five hour drive away, so like kind of the difference between Chicago and St. Louis woot, and yeah. we're there in an hour forty minutes, which I did the math is the same time it takes to take the the metro train from Fox Lake to Union Station.
1: Did it feel like you were going super fast? Yes, it did.
0: you're like flying on this thing and you're like wow we are
1: like so when you're walking up and down like go to the bathroom are you a little nervous
0: no it's still it's kind of like just getting uh, like up on a plane to go to the bathroom but well, like in
1: a plane i don't know i'm going fast i'm just like on this thing
0: well i'm not gonna lie there is a th- like at one point my wa- my wife did turn to me and she goes what happens if a deer just wanders onto the tracks trouble
1: I, like, I mean, I that done. deer's uh, done is i what think
0: it's it. trouble for the deer i don't think it's trouble <laughs> for the train but I don't yeah, know. I've been on one of those
2: overseas in Amsterdam. Uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty dope. You get you get anywhere quick, and, and that's the that's the greatest part about it. Like it's it's so convenient, you know, as opposed, opposed to having to get on a flight, even if it's really close. It just, it just cuts the the travel time, and it's so efficient.
1: Did did you drink on it? Do you do you eat? Oh, yeah, what do you do?
2: Is. There's a bar car.
1: I love trains. Yeah, they
2: got food. They got the whole big car. But you got to try it.
0: it. But it's just like I don't know. We can't have that here.
1: I think we can. We just got to get... Corey
0: Wooten can't get
1: to St. Louis in an hour and a half. Why can't we get to St. Louis in an hour and a half? That'd I mean, be it, nice.
2: Instead, instead, instead I got to drive up, you know, four, four and a half hours, you know? <laughs> it's just it's just amazing. Like, I just, I don't know.
3: And we'll get
1: there. Good job.
2: Sorry, I was slow on this. Slow on this. <laughs> well, we'll Hope slow. probably blended in over there with a haircut. They probably thought he was a footballer over there. You know, you, you got the football cut, man. What, yeah,
0: you know? Well, they, there's definitely... Um, Uh, A moment where like they don't know if you're French or American until you talk and then they realize it. So like, were they nice to you? Oh yeah. That, that, that was another thing. Like, I think the, this, there's a stupid American. Well, there's definitely like (laughs) um like a narrative that the French hate us and maybe they do, but I don't know. We had 98% very nice interactions with everybody.
3: All right. More
1: importantly, what's the best piece of food you ate?
0: Oh man, les escargots,
3: les steak frites, huh?
2: He's a, he's a voice so actor over there, Lawrence. <laughs> steak frites so but.
1: good. Give me a chocolate croissant. Give me a. Give me a Monte Cristo. What? See, give me something Probably over here. Probably
0: the best was actually when we were in Strasbourg, which is close to Germany. The German meal we had, which was like uh, actually, Strudel? It was. It was basically lox but on potato cakes instead of bagels.
1: Yeah, we're getting close. We're getting close. Now we're cooking with gas. And
0: it was real it was incredible.
1: So your best French meal was actually German. Maybe. Okay. There used to be a great German deli out in Deerfield that went away that it was the that place was unbelievable back in the day that probably nobody knows that what I'm talking about but trust me it was fantastic.
0: No, no, and then the, the sa- you told me to have that ham sandwich. Jambon hébert and it was like, yeah, the ham's inside, but the cheese is actually on top. And then it's almost like broiled where like they just like. Oh, that, that's not actually what I, I. I was just. just. Yeah, croque monsieur. You
3: had a yeah? croque monsieur. Sure,
0: sure whatever. We. Oui. Uh, it was great. It, yeah. was
3: a, it was outstanding. I was just saying, get a baguette that has ham on it and butter. Did you drink uh, a little wine? Walk around the park. Not really?
0: No, more beer. but.
3: And, okay. and that's uh, the uh, one the the thing I have to
0: berg, say. The, beer, the beer, beer in America is better. That's the one thing I Ameri- think we do better. American beer better yeah. than French beer? Yeah.
1: they That's, okay. You, I'm very jealous. I would have loved a quick trip to Paris. That's awesome. Yeah, it Seriously. was it was a good time. It was Should a
0: good time. Go uh, and, you know, hey, for real though, like our, our our wives and significant others put up with a lot in football season. So if I give my wife a three-day trip to Paris by week, it was worth it. It was awesome. Happy wife, she, happy life, right? Yeah, there you go. So you're saying you
1: didn't really enjoy the trip at all? No, that's not at
0: all what I'm saying. It was <laughs> did you, great. Did you hear that, Woot? Because I just think I just heard that. I would have rather home watching football, but if I could do this, no, 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 no. Here's a great, other great thing that blows me away is uh, is airplanes. Even though I've been on them a million times, is you can, you can get on a plane in Paris at twelve thirty, and land at Chicago at one thirty, and be home on your couch in time for the late afternoon games.
1: That's a good job. That's impressive. That blows
0: me away too. <laughs> it's a Did win you sleep win on the plane? Yeah, got a nice four hour nap. Felt good.
1: Hoag's an elite sleeper. If you could go four hours, that's that's a good job right there. Yeah. I'm impressed.
0: Quality quality REM over all right. there. All right, let's uh yeah let, yeah. All right, thanks for uh, humoring me with some, no, no. some bi week talk. Uh, let's jump into our biggest takeaways from Sunday's game because like I was not only was I able to get home and watch a lot of the football, um, they had the um, Eagles-Giants game on the plane. So I was actually able to watch that. It wasn't the most entertaining game. But um, I'll start with the biggest, our, as we go through our biggest takeaways from Sunday's games, and, you know, we'll see if there's a connection to the Bears on some of these. But you got to pay attention to the Detroit Lions right now. Yeah. I, I, they got an outside chance to sneak into the playoffs. And regardless of whether they're able to do that or not, they seem to be buying in, and you know, their teardown that they went through. And this is maybe where there's a connection to the Bears because they really tore this thing down last year, um, traded away their quarterback. Now they're in a different position, obviously, with not having a young Justin Fields like quarterback right now, which they could have had if they uh and they probably should have had. But Jared Goff's playing pretty well right now, I have to say, like, I have to give the guy credit, he's. He is playing pretty well right now. Statistically, he's up there with some of the top quarterbacks, and they're on a roll right now. It's impressive.
1: The Lions should be at least, at bare minimum, 7-6, and six, if not 8-5. and five. Uh, you, they, They've had incredibly tough losses to, to the Eagles, best team in the NFC. Tough loss on Thanksgiving to Buffalo, who argue, you know, they're not – they're right there as far as the AFC is concerned. I wouldn't put them at the top, but maybe number two. Uh, Crusher to Seattle, 48-40. They've had just a lot of tough losses. They, and they 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 had control of that football game all day yesterday for the most part.
2: They're, they're playing really good. And, and, Hogue, like you said, Jared Goff is stepping up because I don't think anybody really believed in him, to be honest with you. I don't even know if the coaching staff in Detroit did when the season first started. So he's playing lights out. And you can make an argument right now. The way they're playing right this second, not their overall record, that they're the best team in the NFC North the way they're playing right now. You can make that argument all day, right? They, they played the Vikings, beat them, and the, the previous game as well, they took them down to the wire. You know, they were up most of the game and just couldn't finish at that point. So now I think they got things figured out of how to play as a team and, and really at all three phases, and that's what they're doing well. You know, I think, what do they have, a five-game winning streak, I believe? Is that, is that what it is, five-game winning streak?
1: Detroit has won five of six. Yeah, because they
0: had the uh,
2: Thanksgiving
0: the Thanksgiving loss to the Bills. But, I mean, even okay. that game, they were in it. That was a tough one, and and they, they could have won that. So, even in their one loss, like, they played pretty well in that game. Would, I'll take it a step further because, you know, right now they're not in the playoffs. I agree. I, it, it's going to be hard for them to – and almost impossible for them to chase down the Vikings in the <laughs> north, obviously, but – They got to win out to make the playoffs too, most likely. They're at least the fifth best team in the NFC right now, and it wouldn't be like if you're actually if you're arguing that they're better than the Vikings right now. They're the fourth best team in the NFC because you got Philly, San Francisco, Dallas, and then Minnesota. So. If yeah. if they're playing better than the Vikings right now, they're the fourth best team in the NFC.
1: And I, I respect this, the Niners too, who have won six in a row. And that's going to be my biggest takeaway. We'll get to it in a second. But Brock Purdy's getting looked at for an oblique injury. It could be down to Josh Johnson, their fourth string quarterback. So you want if that happens, I don't know. Maybe maybe you know, if you had to bet who was winning a game between the Lions and the Niners, you'd take Detroit.
2: But he, even Brock Purdy, I mean, he doesn't have the experience in the playoffs. I'm, I'm not buying that for one second because playoff football is different, right? I know every game matters in the NFL, but big stage, when you're going up in the playoffs, I'm I'm not betting my season on Brock Purdy, right? If I had Jimmy Garoppolo, a guy that's had experience, you know, that limits his turnovers and situations like that, then I could go with the 49ers potentially to make a run. But I'm, I'm not buying Brock Purdy, to be honest with you. So, I'm 100%. For that 100%. reason, I, I got to eliminate them.
3: Did you watch him yesterday, Wounded all? Hold on. That, that pass that he threw to Ayuk was terrible. It was terrible. It, that it should terrible have been pass.
2: picked. Yeah. Ayuk had to wait like a it, second it, and it, a half. Carm, Brock Purdy, it, it, it always becomes this. Bailey Zappi, right? Bailey Zappi has a couple games. Now, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. 49ers have one of the best defenses in the game, right? Like, you, yeah. can, you can rely on the running game, the play action. I'm But in the playoffs, Carm, when, when everybody's a competitor, when we got defenses that actually can play – not like the Buccaneers under you know, under Todd Bowles, right? They're supposed to be a defensive team. Yeah, right. They get beat all year long on the double moves. I'm not buying
1: it. Okay, well, and listen, Jimmy G very well may be back for the playoffs and all that. I, I uh probably I, not. But but I but maybe not exactly. And I don't want to sit here and be like, I'm Johnny Jock, I'm Johnny Brock Purdy, but I am Johnny. My takeaway here is dude, that was the last guy drafted. Last year, seventh round, last dude, Mister Irrelevant, and he's starting and winning football games, and he doesn't have the physical tools. And I'm looking at uh, you know Bears backups and just drafting quarterbacks. Period, and I'm hoping that the Bears will at least follow that uh, you know that in that thought process next year.
0: Well, those are two different things. And I, First of all, yeah, I'm the one banging the drum every year, take more and more swings at quarterbacks. I think you need to do that. So credit to the 49ers for, for doing that with the last pick in the draft th- this past year because now it's paying dividends. Once again, though, I'm going to do the uh, – Brock Purdy landed in the exact right situation. He wouldn't be That's- doing this on the Chicago Bears. Brock Purdy – Uh, and credit Kyle Shanahan, credit the 49ers, because there's some of this even with Jimmy Garoppolo, who I don't want to take anything away from, but this this is a system right now that's working. And to their credit, they can have Garoppolo go down and somebody like Brock Purdy come in and run the ball, not screw up, let the defense win games. But that's another reason why in this weak NFC, I'm not ruling out the idea, though, that the 49ers can still... Get to the Super Bowl. They were in the NFC Championship game again last year, and it wouldn't surprise me if they did it again this year. All t- all true. And
1: what they wrote about Purdy when the Niners drafted him, I looked that up. Purdy's college production and intangibles make him a prime practice squad stash with a shot of making an active roster for a timing offensive system like San Francisco's. His marginal physical traits will always be a hindrance, but his natural throwing ability and feel for the position should aid him as he competes for a backup role. They basically wrote what you just said that this dude fits in what San Francisco does, which is all I'm saying that the Bears should do, by the way. Get somebody who is Justin Fields' light, and I'd and as much as credit to Trevor Simeon for being a good guy in that locker room and veteran leader and helping guys along, but I would hope that at by at this point, Fields is confident enough that he can have somebody underneath him. Not that he's going to take his job, but... Who could step in and be a developmental candidate in case something does happen where the dude gets uh, an actual real injury, which could very well happen because he's a quarterback in the NFL period, let alone the way he plays. It just would make a lot of sense
2: to me. Exactly. But for, for Brock Purdy, real quick, I got to see how he's going to be at the Seahawks if he's playing this week, right? At, at Seattle, at the 12th man, with the crowd rocking, the adjustments, because when you're at home and the crowd noise isn't a factor, everything's a little bit easier, Carm. So I got to see that. And then he's got Washington. He's got Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, breathing down his neck. Then he's got the Raiders. He's got Max Crosby. He's got Chandler Jones. I got to see how he does against that, right? Because Mike McGlitchie, that right tackle, Max Crosby is going to eat him for breakfast. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> no bad We're talking about Brock Purdy because he's a quarterback winning games on a team that's going to the playoffs, and he was the last guy drafted. And we, Do you remember who we took in the seventh round? We took – Trenton Gill, greatest punter in the history of the game. Love Trenton Gill, but uh, so good pick. But and then we took Elijah Hicks and Jatire Carter, and that's not the point either. Just who they took. Just just swings at quarterbacks in later rounds. It's it's some. The, I don't know. I remember this guy that uh, didn't Jacksonville draft him, and he and he was traveling around the country, and he was in, in Gardner Minshew for a minute there. Oh uh, yeah. That was a six-round pick, isn't there? Wasn't there a guy playing yesterday who was the goat, who was a late-round pick? People miss football is not an easy game to evaluate. Do your best to, to pick a late-round quarterback who doesn't necessarily have all the physical traits, but somehow wins games. Those guys are interesting to me.
0: Well, it, yesterday was just remarkable in that, as Lawrence said earlier. I mean, they kicked Tom Brady off the national broadcast by the middle third quarter. Game was terrible. Because he was getting his ass kicked by Brock Purdy. Yeah, that is kind of amazing. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? That I mean, it was boring as hell. <laughs> which brings up a couple things here that we got to talk about real quick, which is, I mean.
1: Draft quarterbacks, draft quarterbacks, c- c- draft quarterbacks.
0: Carolina Panthers could still make the playoffs. In the NFC North, they're 4-4 four four since South. they fired Matt Rule. South. What's that? You said North. South. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The NFC South. South. Um, and it's going to be an interesting game in a couple weeks. The Lions go to Carolina in a game that could suddenly matter a lot. The Lions yeah. go to the Jets this weekend. That Early line on that game is a pick them Corey. I mean, the Jets uh, – here's, here's the Lions' remaining schedule. At New York Jets, at Carolina Panthers, home against the Bears in week 17, and then at the Green Bay Packers in week 18. I, I, if you had to guess, do the do the how many of those games do the Lions win, Corey? Do you think they have an outside chance to sneak into the playoffs?
2: I do. I, I think I think they got a strong chance to win all those games. You look at momentum, right? Throughout the season, there's always like that one team. Kind of reminds me a lot of Washington Redskins, uh, back when they were the Redskins when RG3 was the quarterback. remember how they started and how they finished? It kind of reminds me a lot of this Detroit team, right? They reinvigorated the second half of the season they're really hitting their stride and there's always usually that one team. So I I would, I would be really surprised if they don't win out. I just feel like everything's going in their favor and Detroit have been so bad for, for a long time, right? They, they're really giving their city, uh, something to look forward to Dan Campbell. I really like him as a head coach. I think he's bought the locker room. He was tough on Jared Goff early on, but I think it pushed him and elevated him to the level he's playing right now. So, I, yeah, I would be very surprised if they don't win out and, and sneak into the playoffs. And it'd be a great story to see um, Detroit be good, and it'd be great for the NFC North in general.
1: So if we're handicapping the NFC North for next year right now, minus any Bears draft picks, plus all the free agents, we're going to sign are the Bears the fourth team in the Central?
0: No, they're ahead of ahead of the Packers. They're ahead of Green he- Bay. Ahead of the Packers. I like they the Bears situation going into next year than the Packers. The Packers yeah. are going get- to the if Packers don't have the cap space the Bears have. I, I agreed, and
1: I listen. I think the Bears can be ahead of Detroit, and maybe depending on the offseason, I'm not ruling out the Bears could even be the favorite going into next year to, if they have an unbelievable run here or like at least a sexy pick. Why not? But right now, if Aaron Rodgers is coming back next year, which maybe is, maybe isn't, but I, I don't think he's walking away from 50 million. If you had to handicap it right now, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I can I can see them maybe trading him potentially. You know, starting fresh somewhere uh, in exchange for a Russell Wilson, a Derek Carr, and maybe some draft picks, something like that. Like I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know in Las Vegas if they really buying Derek Carr. You know, he could be reunited with uh, Devontae Adams. Have Waller, have some weapons. Renfro, have good pass rushers there. Who knows? Right? Never know the
1: greatest offseason in the history of offseasons, which is why you should be subscribed to CHGO uh, and, and live the dream. Speak,
2: speaking speaking of the offseason, just, just think about this, right? Obviously, yeah. we know we have to address things um, offensively, right? But think about this, right? If we just improve the defensive line, right? One thing, just defensive line in general, right? That's our main focus on the defense side of the ball, right? If We have two pass rushers and a three technique. I think we win six... Six more games next year, at least, just based <laughs> off that. Think about think about the games that we've been so close in that we couldn't stop anybody, right? Miami, right? Arguably one of the best offensive teams in the game. Offensively, we did our thing. Defensively, we couldn't stop anybody. So that's why, like, people are talking about, yeah, we got offensive weapons, but I think defense is, is more important, in, in my opinion. Of
1: 17-0, Hogue. 17-0. Bears. <laughs>
0: No, I, I think Corey's making a good point. I mean, the, there's the, they've played an entire season without a defensive line.
2: It's actually remarkable
0: when you think about it.
2: When's the last time they had a defensive line sack? What week?
0: Well, wasn't Six, seven one, weeks? A weeks ago, and then we said that was the last one. Well, the first uh, one they had since like... The I, Washington
1: I'm, game. I'm embarrassed that I don't know this off the top of my head, but why hey, don't? But I will do research right
2: now. It, it, might, it might have been one where he, the quarterback ran out of bounds and whoever's closest to gets a sack. <laughs> I, I honestly think that in Atlanta game, I think that's my... I think um, Al-Kadeem Muhammad might have got that, right? He ran the quarterback what? out of bounds. We didn't get one I in the Jets maybe.
1: game? I think we got one in the Jets game. Hang on.
0: There was one a couple of weeks ago, and that was the first defensive line sack they had had since the Washington game. I mean, which is insane. It's It's been... It's been that bad. They, they, miss- had, they had one sack in the Jet game, and it was Armand Watts. Yeah, yeah, okay. the, the, yeah. the Watts. The so
2: Watts. One sack, one sack defensive line in about six or seven weeks, Damn. which uh, I'm sorry, that doesn't get it done. And obviously, we got to get Justin Fields a weapon at receiver. And let's see with the offensive line, right? I think Braxton Jones, he gets stronger. He could be the left tackle of the future. I think he'll be like a Charles Leno, really solid option. And now it's Alex Leatherwood time. This is truly, truly evaluation time for him, right? If he can step up at right tackle and be an option there, I mean, he's a four, former first-round pick. There's something there. We, He's had mono and all that. He was kissing some girl. No, I'm just, I don't know how he got it, but um, we got we to we see what he can do, right? Because he's, he's a big, strong guy that's athletic. We got to see if he can be the right tackle of the future. If that is something that's really good for the offseason, right, then we just have to get Justin Fields, one, receiving a true number one, you know, because I, I don't know if Claypool is going to be that. I don't know.
0: All right, real quick, um, we're, we're going to jump into some, uh, so, but there's some good priorities actually. Good, what? And, and just to what Woods what, talking about. There's
1: a great piece by Nicholas Moriano at allchgo.com on Alex Leatherwood. If you want to. Get more leatherwood content, and so there's somebody on the roof at CHGO that's about to fall in here and kill us.
0: I think Santa's on the roof with <laughs> his reindeer right now. I smell something this leather, leatherwood time, baby. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> you guys are excited about leatherwood. Good, good. Hey, uh, I want to tell you about Shady Rays because they never understood why sunglasses were so expensive. They set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays is they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. Lost and broken replacements, if you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand-new pair, no questions asked. And even with that strong of a protection program, they still managed to make quality that I can tell you with the Shady Rays that I had with me during the bye week. They're just as good as any expensive pair out there. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews, and they also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed. They've donated over 20 million meals to date. This is exclusive for our listeners. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com. Where you can find all their newest and best shades. Again, that code is C H G O. Hashtag shady rays. I don't okay. Know, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I love my shady
1: rays, man. <laughs> I got I got two pairs somehow. I'm I'm living the dream at back at the uh, at the Carm Crib. Now I'm also living the that's
2: perfect. Do,
0: the do, sun is out. It's you, first time I've seen that.
2: Yeah, it feels good. I, I, I wore mine last week on the golf course, and I, I'll tell we, you. See, see, there we go. The, you know, the, the people I was playing against, man, they, it blocked them haters out, I'll tell you what. And I look swaggy, too. So when I was dropping 330 yard bombs, I had the shady razor. You bang,
1: you bang. Let's go. And by the way, you probably also were using your next Evo Naturals to get that 330. d <laughs> 330-yard yeah. bomb.
0: He doesn't need that for that. He
1: probably doesn't, but I do. I need that smart Sorb technology right into my Achilles that lit, led me to another amazing 6 6 win over whoever the hell I played yesterday. Clinically proven to help your body absorb the CBD four times better than regular CBD oil. That's right, next Evo Naturals because oil just doesn't mix with your water-based body as well as you would like it to. So you got to go for the next Evo. They got the pills, they got the cream. They take you to the next level. And by the way, they're also giving you twenty-five percent off when you subscribe and spend forty dollars or more at nextevo.com forward slash recover. That's right. You got to get that. Listen, take take your body to the next level. Next Evo. Nextevo.com forward slash recover with the promo code Bears. N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com slash recover promo code Bears. Body recovery, healthy inflammatory response, healthy joints, fast acting, better absorption. My my the, the team at next evo.com's got you covered.
0: All right, let's take a look at the updated draft order.
1: Da-na-na-na. Technically the
0: Bears lost in the tank standing. Although it could have been worse. We knew this was going to happen because the Bears lose the tiebreaker with most of these teams and the, a lot of teams because the Bears had the last bye. Um, there's now stuff falling from the yes, ceiling. I mean, literally, <laughs> it's literally having it's like fine. S- <laughs> it's not a
1: person. It's fine. So <laughs> no, you say it's fine. Uh, just got cracked by sawdust and, the, and <laughs> who's ever up there. And that might be a bear might be coming down at any moment here.
2: Yeah. hope
0: That roof is sturdy. I hope it's not a bear up there. Anyway, um, because of uh, the Broncos winning or losing, they they gave Kansas City a ride. They were they down came twenty-seven back. zip. Yeah, they came back and made it a game. Um, and then Russell went to sleep. Did you see that? Uh yeah. He went night night. He Correct. got tackled and head hit the ground, and it was that was actually pretty scary. And uh, I hope he's all right, all right because that was not a moment you want to see. But uh, anyway, that. Brought the uh, Broncos back in a tie for the Bears, and they have the tiebreaker because the Bears don't have any of the tiebreakers in these scenarios, really. And so the Bears fell from number two to number three. However, that Rams game, thank you very much, Baker Mayfield. Let's go. Way to go, Baker. I knew that was a good idea. I love. I don't, I should give credit, and I don't have it up right now. Maybe I can find it. But the tweet that was going around uh, the other night, I think it was the only football thing I tweeted from – France, But someone had a great tweet that the Rams basically Amazon Prime the quarterback in yeah. their game on Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. Two-day right, yeah. shipping. They got him yeah. in there.
2: That was yeah. impressive. That's impressive, so, right. though. They get a win after two days.
0: Corey, can you give us an idea how hard that is? Like, even if you're not a quarterback, to join a team yeah. in two days and, and play well enough to win, but let alone being the quarterback, like, Sean McVay had to have been giving him... Not only the play calls in his helmet, but like the instructions of what to do at the same time, because that's incredible.
2: It's it's like in college, you know, when you look to the sideline, he was probably like motioning everything he was doing to him, you know. But that's impressive at the quarterback. Like a defensive lineman, a linebacker, you could kind of figure things out on the go, right? Defenses are usually pretty standard, and you know, there's some things you got to understand. And probably if if you're playing D line, the D tackle or the other defensive end is going to let you know what you got to do. But as a quarterback. You are making all the calls, all the checks. So that's that's got to be one of the toughest toughest ones I've seen. And, and hats off to him for getting a win and, and, and you know scored two touchdowns in a matter of what a couple minutes, I think it was to, to, to ice the game. So hats off to Baker Mayfield. I know it's been a tough season for him and tough year right getting getting traded, then getting released, and now getting picked up. So yeah, hats off to him. Uh, that's that's really impressive to get a win in that situation.
1: It wouldn't have made any sense for the Bears. I get it, but there was in the comments, and I and I got to admit that I thought about it when when Baker was
3: out there. Like, should we have picked up Baker? I don't know. Uh, That I mean, honestly, you're talking about you know having a quarterback that can do the same thing as Fields. Like, is Baker in that that same? No, no.
2: Just as well. I think. I think most teams. Most teams that are going to want him are, are going to maybe have an option of him as a starter, potentially, like for next year, right? Like for for him to go somewhere and compete with somebody and then them draft somebody or bring somebody else in. So, yeah. And I, I read it like, that, I,
0: I know the Rams were kind of desperate just to have the quarterback play because they, had, you know, Stafford's out and Wolford was dealing with an injury. Um, and but, he's Wolford. Yeah. Wolford. But that's the other thing. And it's John Wolford. And I don't know. Is Stafford done? He might be. And, that's and what so, i'm saying this, this yeah, could be yeah. a
2: thing where where sean McVay's is like hey i can make baker mayfield a lot better right in this system you know with right. his two like who knows matthew Stafford's played a long time right you got to think he's got a couple more years maybe with with this elbow if it's worse than he thinks he has a super bowl ring maybe he maybe he rides off into the sunset saying hey i did it you know i'm arguably one of one of the most efficient quarterbacks i threw for this amount of yards i'm done
1: let's just say for argument's sake the rams are just because of how aggressive they were cannot fix themselves for the next i don't know 4 years would would every single bears fan sign up for that we're going to and not right now clearly but like in in a year or two we're going to mortgage all our draft picks we're going to go all in and somehow some way it's going to fall and we're going to win the super bowl and we're just, and, and i know it's hard to say as a bears fan because we're used to being in this position but we're just going to be irrelevant for a four, five, six-year span. Yeah, I mean
3: it's been thirty-seven years. Yeah,
1: I understand. But yeah, I, I think but you <laughs> take that.
0: I think you take that. Yeah, I mean to win. Um Yeah, if you're saying they get a Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, I would
1: yeah, you know, about just like a shot at a Super Bowl, like they're.
3: Oh, now you're changing it. You're no, moving. The you're changing
1: post. it. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, just so you're, you're saying
2: like Super Bowl competitors every year, right? They got a shot to basically make it to the NFC I, Championship every year, right? Like no, he's like saying you get event.
0: one shot. He's I'm, saying like you're good oh, for one year, and then you've screwed I'm, up your your I'm, traded all your first round picks for five I'm, years. I'm,
1: pu- I'm putting you in the Super Bowl with a 50 50 shot to win it, and and then you're screwed for the next five years. You doing that? That's basically no. what the Rams were. They were they were a. I mean, it worked. It fell their way, but they weren't like some dominant team that was just killing everybody. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I, I would. I think there's a couple comps in a couple different sports where you could say, why yes, you would do that. I mean, well, I mean, that's look, look at the Cubs who supposedly had like a, f- how long was their window? Oh, off?
1: they were gonna win it. They were gonna win like five and ten years. Five
0: years, and and they they almost didn't win.
1: They were lucky to win.
0: Yeah, it wasn't looked at it at the, at so the just, time, but just they just because you to have win. a window doesn't mean you're gonna take advantage of it. So I don't. Yeah,
1: which was always the...
0: By the way, shout-out to Bridget Condon from NFL Network for that tweet I mentioned earlier. thought that was funny, the Amazon Prime yeah. comment. All right, let's talk...
1: Uh, uh, can, we, can I just ri- rewind ri- real quick before you move along? The Broncos, who are in front of the Bears now, they've lost to the Colts in overtime. Yeah. They've lost to the Chargers in overtime. They've lost a one-point game to the Seattle Seahawks to start the season. They... uh. They've had a touchdown loss to the, to the Jets' one-possession game. They had a touchdown loss to the Titans' one-possession game. They've lost overtime games to the, to the Raiders. Uh, and they've lost a one-point game to Baltimore. Now, yesterday's game wasn't as close to the score, but it's another one-score game. I'm just underlining that the margin in the NFL is so damn small. and like So I think we're kind of like the Bears. There's at least part of me is like the Bears are close. It's like you yarn, yarn, not like all at the same time. Like that's another team that's just in the complete shitter, but yet they've been right there all season long, Denver has, and they're sitting there right with the Bears.
0: Well, and where I was going to go with that is I think it's a good indication they're probably going to win another game. I, yeah, but maybe,
1: maybe not. I mean, R- Russell, you he coming back? Hopefully they can beat Arizona. He might, he might sit yeah. out the
2: whole year. Like, he, yeah. Well, if if I'm him, why would you come back? I would. Yeah, I would milk point. that and sit off the rest of. The, this season has been awful, right? You're mm-hmm. not you're not getting any better with what's going on. I think you just go to the off season, get some better talent, and and keep it moving.
1: Brett Rippen.
0: Maybe they don't win another game. Shout out Boise State.
1: It, they're not going to be favored in any games.
0: Uh, so they got Arizona next week at home. That's a winnable game. That's the most winnable. The If you're looking for something to watch Bears fans on Christmas Day, which is a terrible Christmas Day Ugh. slate of games, yeah. but the Broncos are at the Rams. I, I, so, I, so I think that That's that, 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 another winnable that's game. That's a game uh, you're going to want to root hard for our friends at DNVR to get a victory. They go to Kansas City. That's a loss. And then they finish against the Chargers which unless there's some weird scenario where the Chargers don't have anything to play for. Right, exactly. You know, if that, that game matters, they're losing. That's a tough That's a tough one. So, um, And that would give the second overall pick to the Seahawks instead of the Bears, which, which is just a remarkable thing with that trade. Oh, man. They were so... I'll never forget. Like our DMVR guys were in here when that trade happened.
3: Yeah, RK lit up a cigar. RK
0: yeah. lit up a cigar, Corey, in our other studio. <laughs> that trade happened while I was standing next to him. They were so happy. They scrambled, did an emergency podcast. It was amazing. They were going to the Super Bowl. Uh, and instead, they might have the second overall pick and have to give it to the Seahawks. That's I. There's been a lot of crazy stories this year in the NFL, but that is, is that the biggest it's up there. I mean,
1: nobody—literally nobody—thought it. But and and I was, a, I was not a Russell Wilson moving on after everything that happened in Seattle because I believe in Pete Carroll. I don't think he's an idiot. I, I don't think this is going to work out the way you thought it was going to work out. But no one
0: had it working out like this. No, no. It's the division though. That's crazy. All right, let's talk about the Bears real quick. Bears. Woo. Top priorities. For these final four games, uh Corey brought up Alex Leatherwood. That's a good one. For me, it's... You got to figure out more about Chase Claypool. Like... It, by the way, our caveat on this is obviously, yes, Justin Fields' development is important in the final four games. So it's like everything but Justin Fields. But pa- kind of going along with that, you have to understand what weapons you have around Justin Fields. You traded a second-round pick... A high second round pick for Chase Claypool. And I feel like so far, what's been four or five games, we don't know much about this guy. The production hasn't been there. Maybe there's, you know, it's taken a while because he's learning a new offense. Sure, there's excuses that go along with it. Fields was out for one of the games, he didn't play. But you have four games left. You have to have a better idea going into the offseason what exactly you have with
2: Chase Claypool. I think last game though he was a lot better before before he uh, fumbled the ball and like kind of hurt his knee um, or whatever that was. It, it might have been a thing where he fumbled and ah my knee, you know I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. guys do that. A you That's what I was back. thinking. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, oh man, like guys like that are usually pretty flexible in, in situations like that. So I, I kind of thought he was okay, but I thought like oh maybe he is really hurt. But before that they were really targeting him and, and he seemed like a difference maker out there. So that's why I kind of sucked that things went down the way they did. And it kind of kind of hurt his confidence a little bit in that game. But we saw a little bit of flashes where, okay, I see this guy can take over a little bit. But I agree with you. We need to see more from him. We need to see Harry. I, I like Harry. I, I think he's a big receiver, you know, similar size to Claypool, maybe not as fast, athletic as well. Um, we got to see what he can do, right? He's made some splash plays, but I feel like as a whole, we haven't played him as much as he should play.
1: Uh, Breaking news, by the way, that um, just noticing on Twitter, I'll send this to you, Lawrence, that uh, somebody, Diane, it's Cindy. Is your private spa open now? And the response was maybe. Do you know who Jack Sanborn is? Thank you so much for continuing it (laughs) as that continues to flow. Uh, When you asked that question, by the way, I was like, I was sort of thinking like Sanborn, uh, but that's not the, that's not the responsible answer. So responsibly, To me, it's the offensive line. Like, uh, Alex Leatherwood, let's see what you can do. Are they going to be, are they going to take any risk with Tevin Jenkins and perhaps just see what he would look like at tackle, which we've talked about? I would be interested in that. Um, And along those lines, as they're doing that, let's get Justin Fields in that pocket and get him as comfortable as we possibly can the rest of the way. Because we don't want him running all over the place with with the shoulder, but also we don't want him getting killed in the pocket. So what the how that oil how that all boils together uh, is what I'm going to be hyper paying attention to.
2: So, Carm you said about Tevin Jenkins to tackle. I, I don't mm-hmm. think you move him. I, I think his natural position is right guard. Um, I, I don't think you touch that but, because but, I think he could play.
1: Go ahead. Hey, no, I I hear you, Woot, uh, and I and I think you're probably right. But why why not why not at least see what it looks like? What's the harm?
2: Be, because like he plays at such a high level, right? At guard, right? When he's healthy, I think he's a little hurt right now. And I think if his back is questionable, I think you shut him down for the rest of the season, you know, and let him get healthy. But oh, don't you don't you think it's hard to find guys that really can excel and play at a high level at a certain position? And now changing him from guard to tackle. It's such a different set and pass rush. It's such a different run fit. Like it, it everything's such such a different from moving just from guard to tackle. And he's so comfortable over there. I, I just I feel like you have your mainstay for years to come at guard, right? So I I just don't want to touch that. Do,
0: do, yeah, I agree. I'm. I, we we've talked about this a few times now. I just I don't think you mess with it. I think it's taken you know this long to get him you know comfortable at one position. Um, I understand that now he's had some quotes where he's just admitting he's just getting comfortable and he still wants to be a tackle maybe. Yeah, I, I think all interior offensive linemen at one point dreamed about being a left tackle, right? Highly paid left tackle, one of the best in the league. Um, you know, it. T-
1: uh, t- all t- I'm saying is that you have the luxury right now minus the terror. I think the best argument against me that I would make is that you do not want to put your quarterback in, in unnecessary danger. And by doing that, you very well might be doing exactly that, which is why I would say, Carm, shut up. But on the other side of that, if I, like, like, let's say Fields is, is sitting another game and Trevor's back there or whoever, and this dude, like, hey, uh, Tevin, you want to be a tackle? Let me, let me I, I, I'd love to see what it looked like at left tackle just one game, just to see what it looks like right now.
2: You said left tackle? Yep. Carm, you can't I just like do that. Tra- I feel like
0: we tried that. You feel can't like we tried because you're, you're three. Corey, you, you're a defensive end. Tell him why you can't just take a right guard you're three and say t- go stop. Yeah. you can't do oh. that. You can't just say hey, it's Wednesday, go play left tackle on Sunday. Yeah. It, it does I, I, I thought you were, I, th- I thought he was talking
2: about right tackle. Okay, that's right that's a more realistic thing. Yeah. Okay, but, fine, but, but fine, fine. Fine. We, right we, we tackle. We tried that last year. We tried that last year. He got he got destroyed at left tackle. He's not. But that. left
1: but but they
2: I could see I could see maybe saying left guard just to see if he could play the left side at guard maybe right but I feel like for what his strengths are you want your right side to be road graders strong as can be I just think moving him I just don't know if that's a fit because karn do, do you think Braxton Jones could be an option at left tackle for years to come
1: a- absolutely I just don't th- I don't think he's ever okay. going to be elite Woot. that's what I'm saying I think Tevin has the chance but, wherever but, you put him to be elite Minus I don't obviously. think so
2: at left tackle. I, I don't think I don't he could be a so leader left tackle. Uh, okay. I think guard is his natural fit and, and just sometimes it's like this like he could be an okay right <laughs> tackle, right? But he could be a really good right guard. Like I feel like sometimes it's just understanding what you do well and like putting your ego aside of what you want to do and what you don't want to do, because some guys that wanna play quarterback when they come to the NFL, right? And they realize real quick the error crouches, guys like that. I gotta play receiver if I won't be in the league. Right? Like so you have to understand what your role is, because everybody has a role. And it may not be what you want to do, but what is gonna give you the, the, the biggest payday and allow you to play the longest. And mm-hmm. I think Tevin Jenkins at right guard will, will be a mainstay. You know what you just did, Carm? Okay. What did
0: I what did I Okay, do? you 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 had a somewhat legitimate argument where you're talking about a young hot pitching prospect who yeah. couldn't make it as a starter, but found a role as the closer and was having a lot of success as your closer, and you're like, well, should we move him back to being a starter? Because, you know, he's going to pitch more innings that way. It's a valid argument. But then you're like, it's August. Let's do this next week. You're starting the next game. <laughs> you just don't do that. You don't take a guy who's been closing all season and say, hey, go throw six innings right now. Yeah, but, but, I okay, listen, I hear what everyone is saying. you, you got to stretch them out. I, 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 I got <laughs>
1: it. I, I got it. Woot! I got it. I got it uh, mostly in the chat. Although I do see a couple people that are with me. Thank you very much. You have, you are not trying to win these games. You have this. Would anybody? There, is there any Let's argument? Also, that, try not to get Justin Field murdered. I got. Murdered? I got that part. I got that part. So,
2: Carmen, did you did you like what he did last year at left tackle?
1: No, but he, Woot! He was not okay. ready. He he's
0: had.
2: Okay, I think but he, but right now his his back is a little bit banged up, right? And, we and really it's, it's don't. A different anchor it's point. really his
0: hip, but I think it's we, we some connection
2: physically. It, it, physically, it, he's it, not, it, we, it is his back, Hogue. The, yeah, the back okay. <laughs> radiates to the hip. Is, yeah, yeah. physically,
1: physically, he's not a hundred percent, which is yet another factor. But but you can't tell me that. Then then if that's the case, then he shouldn't be playing at all, which is what you said five minutes ago. Yeah. he can get he that's can easily said, like just it. get as much hurt at right guard as he can at left tackle, right tackle, wherever. Oh, yeah. So that's what I
2: said if he if he's not a hundred percent or he's not close to it and he could harm his back, I think you shut him down for the rest of the season. You've seen everything you need to know, and you know he's a mainstay at right guard for years to come. I
1: I got no problem with. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even push back on that. If the dude's not, there's no reason for him to be put in a position where he's going to need some off season surgery that he's going to have to spend his time. I'd, I'd much rather him. Be doing yoga seven times a day and getting as healthy as he possibly can and lifting some weights and get and are, and and moving towards next season. and, like forcing him out there if he doesn't feel well, or is, is, yeah, he, is he's is,
2: definitely banged up. You, you saw how he was taking on some blocks uh, in in the Packers game. Like he just he just looked like he didn't have any pop in the lower body that yeah. he usually has. Um, well, yeah. well, listen, you know, that was
0: with, with, it was not a good game for him. And he also said a few weeks ago that he thought it would take him until the bye to. You know, get back to 100%. So maybe the bye week did him well and he can finish strong this season. Um, So, yeah, but real quick, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is our go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up, same game parlays. <clears throat> Excuse me and if you go to DraftKings Sportsbook app place the same game parlay combine multiple bets like which team will win player props point totals and more the more legs you add the bigger the boost the more your uh, the bigger your shot to win big download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use code C H G L. place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
1: Tevin Jenkins, the outstanding right guard. Could be right tackle, left tackle, wherever you put him. He's just that damn good. He's also amazing when he's on the Chi-Town custom cornhole board. You've seen him? No, I'm making that up. Just but, like you haven't seen him play well left. Hand. But but I but I believe <laughs> I believe it to be true. The number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland. Those are our friends at chi Town Cornhole. They've got the signature box style that I know deep down the Tevin could dominate. LEDs that light up the hole and exterior handles for the easy carry. You're gonna look like a stud at your. Corporate outing, your family outing, your tailgate when you're walking around with your Chi-Town cornhole getting ready to go. Veteran-owned and operated. These are pros, and they can ship it anywhere, and they also offer local uh, pickups as well. A lot of flexibility in how you get your Chi-Town cornhole. Check out their website, ChiTownCornhole.com. Also, you can follow them on Instagram, at Boards. Shipping anywhere, anytime custom design tailgaters backyard barbecues we love our friends at shy town cornhole i'm not bringing up tevin jenkins playing elsewhere again but I just I, I I do think that that dude is so damn ass impressive that I I, I, I think he could I, I think he could take on a slide over if at bare minimum to right tackle and be successful. But that's fine if we never see it. All pro guard is not a bad it's that's 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 an excellent development. So it's a I'm, I'm just you know win win cake and eat it too. That's all I'm trying to dream up here in the final four games.
2: All right. Um, I, get, I get it. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Would. The, um, There is some news that came out today from Hallis Hall. I want to get to that real quick before we end the show. But uh, as we mentioned off the top, Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker will come back this week from their concussions, which is good news. They both missed two weeks. And, um, you know, honestly, that's another thing that should be at the top of the list for these final four games, I'd like to see both of those guys take significant steps forward. I've liked – um, I think Brisker's shown more flashes so far than Kyler Gordon. I think Kyler Gordon, same thing with Tevin Jenkins. You have a positional conversation. Um, let's not forget, Josh Blackwell played pretty well in the slot right before the break. I wondered, do you just try to play Kyler Gordon outside? Maybe reduce the things that he's thinking about a little bit and, and see if you can come up with a different nickel option. I, don't, I, I guess that would kind of surprise me if they do that, but um, that uh, is something I'm, I would think about.
2: I, I agree with you, Hogue. I, I would like to see that, too, right? Because you know, he's kind of struggled at times, you know, in this slot. So I want to see what he can do. Multiple positions, right? Now it's evaluation and see, hey, is he a better fit at a pure corner? And that could be the option, right? Um, like what we see from Blackwell. Bill um, Doerr is another option as well. So we, we, we have options. So um, I, I just want to see what he can do. And uh, Brisker has done a really good job. You know, uh, Kind of I kind of knew coming into it, you know, the leadership he had at Penn State and just, his ability out there. Um, it's, it's been it has been awesome to see. So hopefully both of those guys can really continue to grow the, these next couple weeks. You
1: got a glimpse of what Blackwell can do. I would think you'd want to see more of the final four games here. Because, and I've, for the most part, I've been impressed with Kendall Vildor this year. It, 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 he hasn't been great, but I think he's definitely a piece that you can have on your football team and feel comfortable with but I'd, I'd i'd like to see at bare minimum more from blackwell if he can pass up kindle
2: well, one last thing too i want to see i want to see justin jones at the, at the nose Ooh, yeah. you know at least for a game or two kind of see what he can do um and hopefully alan williams and Ebra flutes are thinking about that for the future because honestly he's not a fit for the three technique he's done a solid job but i think at the nose he'd be a lot more athletic and for what this Tampa 2 needs, I think he'd be a great fit for that. And if we get the three technique of the future real quick athletic guy, I think that'd be a good tandem of those two.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm really excited to see little stuff like this that we're talking about now. Like how much time over the bye week did they talk about this? Because remember, this is a team that coming out of that mini bye, which was shorter, they all of a sudden, they had these different wrinkles. That's when they changed the offense and got Justin Fields going. That's, you know, there's little, there, there were some positional changes in there. Um, that's when they tried to take Sam Mustaver out at center and put Lucas Patrick there. He just happened to get hurt right away early on in that New England game. So we could see some adjustments like this that we're talking about. Um, and now on the flip side, I don't think anyone wants to see them uh, upset the Eagles. No. <laughs> yeah, like, don't come back too good. Think. Like they did. Their last win was against the Patriots,
2: coming out of that mini buy. Just, well, just play competitive. That's all we want to see. Right? Just, just yeah. be competitive. Lose the game, but be competitive. And and real quick on the defensive line, I want to see, I want to see Taco Charlton. I want to see Travis Gibson and Dominique Robinson. Right? I think you've kind of seen everything you need to know with Qadim Muhammad. You know, um, just didn't didn't work out the way we want to. But uh, I want to see what Taco Charlton can do. I mean, he was obviously a first-round pick for a reason. See if there's anything in the tank for him. I mean, you know, we, we talked about it. He was kind of the only one that was flashing in that last game, pass rushing from the defensive end. So and, let's see what all those guys can do.
0: And, and one other quick note coming from uh, our Nicholas Moriano at Hallis Hall, where Matt Eberflus and a couple players are talking to the media. Um, he did say that Khalil Herbert should yeah. come back from that hip injury next week. So he'll be he's not eligible to be uh, to come back until that Bills game a week from now, but he should be designated to return from IR next week. That doesn't necessarily mean he plays against the Bills, but it means he can return to practice and then there's a 3-week window to have him come back. Keep in mind that that Bills game is on a short week cuz the Bears play on Saturday Christmas Eve and not Sunday Christmas Day of that week. So tough test here in the next task the next couple weeks here. Eagles, Bills. They
1: both have won four in a row. Philly's absolutely killing the Giants yesterday. Yeah. The game still matters to them. They're only two games up on Dallas. I don't think we have a whole lot to worry about as far as winning a football game, but Yeah. Let's...
2: Hey, I got, I got one question for you guys about the running backs. Um, do you think the, the emergence of, of Evans at all, that kind of diminishes David Montgomery, potentially getting him back uh, or, or lowering his value of what we offer him? I think it does.
0: Mm, I think they're so different.
2: No, I I agree with you. I agree with you. But I I just think sometimes, like, in this league, they don't really value running backs like they used to, you know? Like, they just – I wouldn't be surprised if they lowball them, you know, when it comes to the offseason.
0: Well, and here's the thing, though. Your market is the market, right? So, Mm -hmm. there's a huge – this is a big year for running backs on the free agent market. I don't think David Montgomery is going to be at the top of other teams' list either. Right. And the Bears are going to value him more than most teams, I think, because they know his value inside that locker room. Um, and you're also going to have the how much does he want to return back to the Bears thing. So I still think there is a world in which they can come to a uh, very affordable, um, you know, agreement to have him return to the Bears because I, I'm just, I don't picture another team blowing. Uh, the you know, the David Montgomery market out of the way. like. Think about it. Saquon Barkley's on the, a free agent, you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. I, so I, it's and an interesting. What kind situation. of number do
2: you see? Do you, you, three three uh, year deal, fifteen million, something like that. Yeah,
0: like, like somewhere around
2: there. Like uh, I, I yeah, I'm twelve million, you, somewhere around there, three or 12 million, 15, Some.
1: See your future, be your future. I'm imagining your future. Let's 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 save this tape here, Lawrence. Let's save the tape. David Montgomery signs a free agent deal in the offseason, and Adam Ho can't believe the Bears wouldn't have given him that money. That's what I think is going to happen. On, you think he signs
0: with somebody else,
1: and and you're like, dude, that's just kind of ridiculous that the Bears weren't willing to give him that. That's, yeah, maybe. That, that I, I think that's what I. That's my prediction of what happens. I would,
2: he has a lot, he has a lot of value, but I just think with the emergence of Evans, it's kind of it kind of like. With Evans not really in the picture, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, I-, I like David Montgomery back. Ooh, but he dude. has so much value in other ways, catching the ball out of the backfield, blocking, going to get you those those two to three yards when you need them. Uh, leader, like you said. So there is some value that's maybe his stats don't stand out like other other running backs there, but I think it, he, he does have value there for sure. Yeah,
1: Look at Woot elevating Darrington Evans out of nowhere. I, I, I like mean, it.
0: He's, he's got some juice too. Like, uh, he I does? Mean, we've, we've seen it, right? Who's your best pass blocker, though? Out of all those,
2: David
1: Montgomery.
0: Montgomery. Who's the most important player in yeah, that coming team? I,
1: I, I'm with you. Yeah. I would, I would keep David Montgomery. I, but reading the tea leaves of what it's about numbers? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What the way Ryan Poles is valued things, basically in line with how the rest of the NFL values things. See you later, Roquan. Sort of feels like it's gonna fall yeah, the bro, same. way.
0: I mean, there's a huge difference between Roquan. Is there? Yes, because gonna it going to be the highest
2: paid yeah, linebacker
0: out there. $100 million I, talking I, about positional value versus maybe $18 million talking I, about positional value. Like, there's a huge difference there.
1: I, I got it, but I still think and that.
0: And by say, yeah, 18, like maybe over three years or something like that. So, it'll be interesting. It, we got plenty of time to talk about that stuff. I'm excited no, to do so as well. No. Um, <laughs> I don't want to go. I got nowhere to be. We and gotta we, get Woot back in the simulator. Yeah, He's, cool. Corey's got get places. Get yeah, we, we got I got our, an appointment
2: at two. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we got, got
0: other shows here at CHGO too. Um, but we will be moving on to Week 15 versus the Eagles. There are some interesting parallels between the Eagles and the Bears. Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields. We're gonna be breaking all this down. Uh, throughout the week, we have some NFL draft talk for you as well. I'm also excited to tell you Corey will be here on Sunday for our game day coverage Let's go. for this game pre and post yes, in sir. studio with yeah. us. Um, so we get some bonus Corey Wooten this time this weekend. We get to watch the game with Woot. Was that the? I think the last game we got to do that was the one they it's won. The Packers game. Was it Packers? Oh, was it the
2: Packers game? Yeah. Oh, I was, for I some reason
0: seen, I was yeah. thinking it was the Patriots
1: game. Gonna be honest, I don't yeah, remember it doing it ever, yeah. so that's just not good for me.
2: Yeah, but it'll be good, you know, with the brick man as well. So it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> the brick man, brick by brick,
1: brick by brick, made it through somehow. After, did you see what he did on the? Uh, he drank his drink. He drank his drink. Yikes! With, that was with, disgusting. With with algae uh, and everything else that was in there. Algae. <laughs> yeah, it was
0: what's, nasty. What, what's but, wrong with that man? Nasty clip. You know, it's he's brags. He, he's. I mean.
1: Dude wants to just prove World his toughness. Won, uh he's yeah. they don't make him like they used to. It's Monday morning. <laughs> Big five, I, Rick, baby. <laughs> I told you that David Montgomery is unnecessary. God,
0: Bragg like, well, said he'll bring I'm talking
2: back. from the fans perspective. You know? <laughs> hey, I'm talking from the fans perspective. Woo woo, so for the players. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bragg says he's gonna bring you some brick juice. On Sunday,
2: hey, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate it, man. As long as you got some uh, some tequila or vodka, I'm good with that, baby. Let's there you get go.
0: It. I like that. Some tequila, vodka, chase it with the brick juice. Then you're
2: then you're ready to go. Yeah, uh, hey, we're exactly. out of here. It'll be as tough as him, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Follow
0: us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at the Carb, at Corey Wooten. Uh, you can follow Braggs, too, at Junior 23 at Nicholas Moriano, at House Hall right now. Make sure you're getting the updates from him. And at CHGO underscore Bears, we got you covered from all angles all week long. Good to have football back this week after the bye week. And we'll be right back here tomorrow at noon. Talk to you then.